what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Hello, hello, new episode. Who's excited? Oh my goodness, we are quickly approaching the end of the year, and I was really thinking about the message that I'm going to share with you on today. I had, I guess, the pleasure, <laughs> or really, I gave myself permission, and it was so awesome to just go offline for the weekend, and it just felt refreshing, to be honest. I just could actively see myself being present and engaged in the moment and content and grateful and calm. And it was just a blessing, let me put it that way. And there were so many sweet moments and really great memories that I was really able to just capture and be present for, not feel obligated to post or share or update or all of those things, right? So this message was somewhat birthed out of that, and there definitely is some some real talk, some spirit-filled real talk on today, and it's going to be backed in truth. But I really wanted to, to share this word with you because I feel like it's so, so powerful because we have this tendency to really get caught up in things that if we're honest, when we're still enough, we can get honest, when we're still enough to recognize they really don't add value to our lives, and it's just being distracted out of habit, right? And just kind of numbing out and allowing other things to to take priority when they're really not priorities at all. So there was a, a quote that I found that it said, how you spend your days is how you spend your life. How you spend your days is how you spend your life. And I found that incredibly sobering, right? If you just take an assessment right now, just scan your life, let your your mind go where it will. Of course, keep your eyes open if you're driving. (laughs) But just think about that. How have you been spending your days? What has been on your mind? Where's your emotional home been? What have you been processing? What have you been storing up in your heart? What have you been exposing yourself to? Your eye gates, your ear gates? What have you been speaking over your life? What have you been ruminating on? Sometimes we get caught up in monkey mind. Just think about that. How have you been spending your time? Because whether we like it or not, that becomes our life, right? We can say, well, I just have really bad habits. Great, but if you just play those out, that's going to be your life, right? And so unless we're still enough to actively reflect and take radical responsibility for our lives, we tolerate or enable or just entertain and allow certain things in our life that ultimately, if we were to think again, we probably wouldn't choose. So this is a sobering word, like I said. So one of those things, as is true in my case, is social media. There is, now I get to, let me just preface that some some folks use social media for work and I get that, but this still applies to you to some degree, no excuses, <laughs> right? 
So for example, for me personally, I believe that I am called to be the light, right? That that I am a daughter of God, that I'm here to, to release the kingdom of heaven here on earth, right? And I can't do that if I'm not spending time with God. I can't do that if I'm not meditating on the word day and night. I can't do that if I'm not studying the word. I can't do that if I'm not praying without ceasing and, and really sensitive to Holy Spirit and how Holy Spirit is leading and what he's revealing to me and how he's guiding and establishing my steps. I can't operate the way that I'm called to, the way that I'm purposed to if I'm not spending my time wisely, right? So th- there is a level of, of sobering up that's required in order to walk out this path, right? And there's there's definitely instances where we can say that we don't have time, but if you were to actually do this exercise where you literally write down your, your time slots from the minute you wake up. So let's say that it's 5 a.m. all the way to when you go to bed. Let's say it's 11 p.m. Literally hour by hour, you can even do every, you could do like 5, 536, 6.37, 7.38. Just go all the way throughout your day and write in what you are doing. I am telling you when you do this exercise, you will see where you can look at this and be like, I don't even know what I was doing for the past three hours. Like, how did three hours slip past me, right? Like, we're not as busy as we say we are. And some of the things that fill our time are not actually life-giving. They're not a good return on our investment. And it's important to know that so that we can make wise decisions, right? So that we can actually prioritize what matters and make space for it versus saying that we don't have time. Because when we say that we don't have time, we just literally let that be the status quo and we don't make any adjustments. So it's almost an excuse to continue allowing things to be the same and staying frustrated about it. And that's that's not what we're about over here. So here are, well, I guess another thought too is I don't like the idea of being wired by whatever's going on in the world. I don't like my version of me that is anxious and stressed out and living in high pressure and chaos and giving into temptation and, and just being overwhelmed. I don't like the version of me that shows up like that. I don't function in excellence when I show up like that. I am not embracing purpose when I'm showing up like that. And I don't look like a child of God when I'm showing up like that. Like it messes with my witness. Okay, so I'm not about that. And it doesn't take long for social media and some of these things that we just mindlessly do zoning out to TV, just scrolling social media and clicking, 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 even going on Pinterest, right? There's a lot of this idle time that we engage in that is rewiring us, quite literally. (laughs) It is changing our brain. It's just pumping dopamine into us, right? It's giving us warm fuzzies when people like and engage on our stuff. It's helping us curate this fake life, which is to some degree self-centered and selfish, right? God might not be in it. I don't know take a look, right? And it's just not actually giving us a return. So just pay attention, take notes, see what you observe. So here are some things that help me really, if this is of interest to you, these are some things that help me unplug and really focus on what truly matters to me. And I encourage you to do the same or come up with your own. Number one, prioritize connection. 
right? I never thought that we'd come to a time when we'd have to schedule lunch dates and, and meetings with friends a month in advance, but that's the reality of the world that we live in these days. And the key is quality one-on-one -on -one time with no distractions. So you're not gonna be on your phone, you're gonna be able to go on a hike together, share a meal together. And it's really just important to make a point to schedule time with friends and family because when we don't, a week becomes two weeks, becomes a month, and then we're just not seeing each other. And then when we do see each other, we're just spending time catching up, right? And so that can somewhat feel overwhelming because you feel like it's gotta be a lot of time just to catch up when you could be checking in more often. And don't be afraid to be the one to, to initiate that. Get out your own calendar, find the days that you're free, share it with a few friends that you wanna meet with this month and give them some ideas of what you'd like to do and see if they're down, right? It doesn't have to be hard. A lot of times people just find that so refreshing that you reached out, so don't be afraid to initiate. Number two, go analog. Once a week, I recommend just taking a digital sabbatical. Just pick a doable day for you. This could be a Sunday, a day of rest, right, for most people, but pick a doable day for you with minimal obligations and put a limit on the, the time that you're gonna spend, right? And just invite curiosity into it by seeing it as an experience. Just notice when you are tempted to get distracted, when you're tempted to scroll, when you're tempted to disengage and just get out your phone, a lot of times we fill moments with our phone. And a lot of times these are uncomfortable moments, but we just fill our time with our phone when we could be connecting to people and just having like a really great time, right? But we, we often just shut down connection by whipping out our phone and just going off in social media land. So pick a day that you're going to just not be on social media. I also recommend setting time that you are gonna be on social media each day. Just like you'll give a child like computer time or I don't know, video game time, whatever, right? Same thing for us, right? You gotta model the way and do you really, if you're honest, <laughs> do you really need to be checking in on social media as often as you are? It's likely no. And when you're actually on social media, what are you doing? Is it adding value to your life? Just take a look, right? If you spend only an hour, if you know that you have a set hour of time that you're gonna be on social media, I promise you, you'll be more disciplined with that time and it will reveal a lot. It will reveal how you go down a rabbit hole, what you're distracted by, how much time you actually invest into social media. And just think about that. What could you actually replace that time with? Could you read a book? on a topic that you need to learn? Could you be going to therapy? Could you be helping your relationship somehow? Right, like just think about it, it's very eye-opening. Number three, rewind time. Now for, <laughs> for those of you that are old enough to remember life before devices and social media, take some time to reflect on what you did before technology took over your life. What did you do for fun? How did you spend your days? Did you go hiking? Did you have a hobby that you loved? Like, what did you do? Were you creative in some kind of way? What did it look like? Integrate that back into your life right now. Number four, write letters. There is so much joy in getting a letter. I just love th thinking this through, right? Somebody actually going to a store, buying a card, reading the words on that card, thinking of you, intentionally writing a note to you, going to the post office, dropping it in the mail, there's a lot that happened there and it's so, so meaningful. So think about that. You could actually be a blessing for somebody and you can make this easy for you. You can get 
a box of pretty generic cards and just keep them on your desk. And when you think about it, write a card to somebody. When you go to do groceries, just drop off the card, right? Like it doesn't have to be complicated. You could buy, I love papyrus cards. So you could buy maybe five of those and just have them on standby for when they're ready, right? And when you have a word hit your spirit that you wanna share with somebody, trust me, God knows how to work those words if you'll just be obedient. So that could be something that's a total blessing. And if you work online, I hear you, I got you. Plan, figure out what needs to be done during the time that you're actually going to take off and create a plan to ensure all the essentials are taken care of before you leave. So for example, on my weekend getaway, things that some of the things that I do typically on weekends, a blog post, sending out a newsletter, making video content, planning my, my weekly calendar in advance. What else do I do? <laughs> I'm trying to think, but you get the idea. I, I literally pre-planned all of that so that it was done. I, I made it happen on different days. I just scheduled it into my calendar knowing that I was going to be gone, that I was giving myself permission to check out. That didn't mean that I wasn't going to still show up for my responsibilities, but I did give myself permission to check out, and my mind wasn't then ruminating on what I still had to do. Work your plan. Make sure that you have auto-scheduled any work that is due on a specific day. And this, as I just mentioned, will take unnecessary pressure off anything that needed to be done. So for example, if you do do social media work, you can pre-schedule posts and plan them in advance and, and let them post without you having to actively do it the day of. And then lastly, give yourself permission to take a break. At this point, all essentials are taken care of, right? So if you must, you can check in occasionally, but Go offline and legitimately enjoy yourself. Like it is not a good thing when you forget to enjoy yourself, right? Like that is never a good place to continue to live because if that becomes your normal, there, there's usually so much that you're you're missing out on, right? We need to be rooted. We need to be grounded. And our connection with God is, is the most important thing that we have, right? And so we don't want that to slip at all. Here's some some words that are pretty sobering and also I think really remind me of this word that I'm sharing with you today. The first one that just checks me in immediately is Matthew 6.33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So check that out. I usually, when I am going into a rabbit hole on social media, when I am overwhelmed, when I'm stressed out, I look at this and this is usually where I've lost it. When I am taking on too much or feeling frustrated, I probably, if I'm honest, have not been seeking the kingdom first, right? And I've not been trusting that he's going to add all this other stuff onto me, so I'm taking it into my own hands and making it happen. So that is a self-check immediately. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, and what is acceptable, and what is perfect. So this requires some practice, but we can't be transformed if we're not reading the word, if we're not meditating on it day and night, if we're not studying it, if we're not prophesying it, if we're not believing it, if we're not activating it, right? We can't really see that manifest in our life if we don't even know the word. Okay, so we want to store up the word in our hearts. Luke 12, 34, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So this is really revealing too. Where is your treasure? A lot of times where we spend our time or where we spend our money 
tell us where our treasure is often. So just take a look at that, right? Are you really investing in what you consider treasure or can you make some adjustments? Exodus 23 says this, you shall have no other gods before me. So sometimes we can choose to put other things before God, right? We, we start doing all this stuff and then we ask God to bless it later. <laughs> Not always the best path to go down, right? But what are things that you're putting before God? What would happen if you put God first? How would those things change? Right? I've got two more. Deuteronomy 6.5. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Am I doing that? What am I loving with all my heart? <laughs> Could even be things that are not good for me. Right? What am I doing with my mind, my will, my emotions? What am I using my will to do? To create? To force? Right? And then lastly, we like to think of this as a Bob Marley quote, but it's from the Bible. <laughs> Matthew 8, 36 to 37. For what does it a profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? Now, I think that this is just incredibly powerful. There, there's many ways that we can disconnect. I think that Social media, like anything, can be beautiful and wonderful, but taken out of context or abused or misused can work against us, right? So so like anything, let's say anything that's an addiction can turn into an idol, so to speak, right? So whether that's relationship, whether it's a drug, whether it's technology, right? It can become addictive. Being used to getting these dopamine hits, being used to seeing who's liking posts, who's commenting on posts, seeing what's going on in other people's lives, keeping up with all that, right? Where is that taking you? Does any of that make you feel more grounded and centered? Does any of that reveal your purpose? Does any of that help you hear and be led by God, right? It's just important if you really value what I say, God's vibes matter, right? Being led by God, having your thoughts mirror God's thoughts, having your heart look like God's heart, demonstrating God's character in the world, right? There's sacrifices that you make. There's priorities that you set. There's a different standard that you live by, right? And that's a choice. It doesn't happen just by happenstance. It happens by choice and decision and self-control and discipline and good stewardship and accountability and planning and intention, right? And there's a part for every promise that God has, there's a part that God plays, there's a role God plays, and there's a role that you play. So there's still very much action involved, but it's a totally different outcome when you're taking all this action in your own strength and God's not in that at all, versus being led by God and letting him do the heavy lifting. Totally different way to live your life. So my encouragement for you on today is to think about that. How are you spending your days? How can you reprioritize your time? Given that you do this, this example, where you actually see where you've got a lot of idle time, where you're just zoning out, you don't even know where that time is going, right? How can you be more intentional with your time to really love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might? How can you do that? Even pray about that. Turn that into a prayer. Ask God to help you with that, right? And then how would your life change if this became your intention? 
because we can slap more goals onto our to-do list. We can make all the vision boards. We can do all the beautiful, lovely things. They're, they're great. There's a place for that. I honor that, right? But we can do all of that and just add, 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 add. But unless the Lord builds the house, it will not stand. So it's up to you. Do you want to keep building things, doing good things, but not God things? You can. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I think, I, I mean, me personally, I got to a point where enough was enough. I didn't want to keep pushing, 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 forcing, 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 investing, 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 and not getting breakthrough, not bearing fruit, right? Not being fruitful and productive and multiplying. Like that's not, that's not it. I'm off the path, right? Either I'm out of a timing or I'm out of alignment, (laughs) right? And I really like being led because in my own strength, things are hard and there's a lot of extra struggle that there doesn't need to be. So I encourage you to reflect on this word. Give it a noodle. Think about it. pray about it and just see see what God reveals to you. And if somebody's coming to mind too that this would bless, make sure that you subscribe. You can also copy the link to this podcast and share it with a friend. And you can connect with me too over at julianapage.com. There's a lot of great resources over there. And if you want to connect with me on social media, probably the best place to do so is over on Instagram. You can follow me at Miss Juliana Page. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.